Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach. Now, they call me the queen of predictable sales results. Well, because the easy formulas I share create sustainable, predictable results for my clients. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of The Selling Made Easy Show, because this show is all about inspiration, not just in demystifying the client acquisition process known as sales, but also in peering through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to discover the strengths within others and support them in finding work that will bring them long-term happiness. So I am so excited to introduce Stacy Harshman. Now, Stacy has been helping professionals with their careers for more than 10 years. Now, she's founder of Your Fulfilling Life Career Coaching, which is a firm focused on helping individuals find meaningful work and advance their careers. Now, prior to coaching, Stacy was a corporate recruiter for Albertsons and the American Red Cross. Stacy has her master's degree in management from Colorado State University, a bachelor's degree in business administration from Northwest Nazarene University, and certifications as a career management coach, a senior professional in human resources job search strategist, and as an emotional intelligence practitioner. Wow. Well, welcome, Stacy. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much, Wendy. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. And wow, what a breadth of experience and knowledge you have. I just love how you're helping people with such a significant part of their lives, having careers that they'll enjoy and that brings them fulfillment for many, many years. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Well, thank you very much. It really is fulfilling to me personally to see people get in jobs that they love. I, I can't think of anything I'd rather do than help people yeah, get into I, fulfilling work. That that really, you know, is something that I, I can sense that it's far beyond just getting that next job. It really does based on what we know about your superpower, you know, that ability to, to just pull back the layers and, and find what each individual's strengths, passions, key elements are that's going to, you know, land them that, that job that they love, you know, and, and I'm always curious, I, I know this has been a career path for you for many years, but exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that, prompted you to start your own coaching practice? I was a recruiter and I I really liked that job, but my dad got sick, had to be hospitalized out of state. So I was going back and forth, back and forth, thinking I really need something more flexible. 
So I ended up hiring my own coach. And the more I worked with her, the more I thought, wow, I love this process. And this is something that I know I would love to do. It's a combination of coaching and my HR knowledge. So once I really went through the process myself and saw how it worked, how well it worked, I thought this is for me. Wow. Yeah, that's great. I love that. And and it, it's not good news that your dad became, you know, so ill, he needed to be hospitalized. That's, you know, never something we hope for, but it sounds like because of, you know, your priorities and focus on being there for him, yes. you know, it really created this awareness to wait a second. I, I love this type of work, but working this job isn't working out, you know, Correct, and, right. And it, it, it broadened your view into how you can step into something that really aligns with your passion and serves your needs. So, yeah, I love that. And I know that you've been helping people with their career decisions for you know more than a decade. Yes. Um, is, is that how long you've had your coaching practice or, you know, when did you start your practice? Well, I started late in 2007. Okay. I think it was like November 2007. So it, it's been a while now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's impressive. Well, over those years, let's see, seven to 22. So that's uh, five years or 15, excuse me, 15, 15 right? Years. Yeah, mm -hmm. 15 years. Has your business mission or focus evolved over that time? It has. I started working out, working with people one-on-one, -on -one, and now I'm starting to move into group coaching. And I didn't know if I would really enjoy it, but oh, wow, I really enjoy it because people in the groups support each other. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of insight that comes from being in a group. So it has evolved. Yeah, I, I love that. And there's nothing better than finding that community and that support in addition to the wisdom and expert guidance that you're providing. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your practice? Yes. When I first started, I didn't really feel like I was qualified. I guess you could say I felt that imposter syndrome mm -hmm. where I really didn't feel like the expert. And I thought, oh, how can I be charging for this? You know, right. it, I, I love doing it, but um, it, it, am I really an expert at it? So mm -hmm. that was a big barrier for me. Right. Yeah. And that is so common when we start out in business for ourselves and we are the product. We are, yes. the, you know, what we're selling, what we're offering. It's just like, oh my gosh, um, there's a lot on the line here. So maybe, you know, can you share a technique that you utilize to be able to support yourself in, in moving through that phase of self-doubts and just wondering if you really do have what it takes? Yes. After I worked with people, I would ask them to write a testimonial. Mm -hmm. And after I read those and really absorbed what they were saying, how much I helped them, how much they appreciated the help, how they could not do it by themselves, that's when it really soaked in that, yes, I am an expert in this field. Mm -hmm. It built yeah. my confidence. Right. Yeah, that is that is golden. And, and it's always fun to maybe in those moments where 
who knows what, you know, the little gremlins start chiming in and, and presenting false evidence as being real, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to go to those, those testimonials and, and to really reconnect with, oh yeah, boy, I really did make a difference for that person. Didn't I, you know, yes. to just carry through because being an entrepreneur is not always a piece of cake, right? It's because right. we decide to step out on our own. Doesn't mean it's uh, just, okay, well, let's just do this. Uh, there's yes. a lot that has to happen. And obviously Stacy, you are an expert at, you know, really, discovering what people's inner strengths are, helping them identify what their most fulfilling career path would be and how to get hired to do the work they love. But I'm I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? So this is a very different skill set. Uh, Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? Yes, I find when people call me from referrals or they've heard about me or, you know, they've seen something that I've written, that's one thing. I feel comfortable because they have some previous knowledge of me. But when it comes to cold calling or talking to people that have no knowledge of me, I become very hesitant about that and uh, nervous about that. Right. And and what do you feel is causing that nervousness just to peel the layers back here so I can maybe provide you with a little bit of insight. Is it the fear of rejection or the fear that you're troubling them? Because those are typically some of the forefront things that come up when people are doing cold calling, as you say. Yes, I think a lot of it's fear of rejection because they they don't have knowledge of me, so they don't really know my abilities at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight uh, that will ideally move the needle for you if you'd like. That would be great. Okay, sure. So, you know, and it, it's interesting because I was in a corporate sales role for about six years and the um, requirement was to do cold calling and we were not the telecommunications, you know, or, or what they call that, um, telemarketing. That was not the nature of the business at all. It was actually deep nurturing, building very important business relationships, but it really relied on that cold calling as starting the process. So, so the thing that I discovered that really made the biggest difference was to, to start out the call with it's not about you. It's, it's really about them. And the easiest way to make that about them is to, is to first off acknowledge and to validate something about, you know, obviously if you're, if you're reaching out to them, something about them brought them to your attention, you know, to put in the effort to reach out, right? Uh, you're not gonna, just going right. to call anybody. So, so starting out the conversation with, "Hey, I realize I'm probably interrupting a busy evening or afternoon for you, but I noticed that you are, you know, a whatever their role is with whatever company." And proceed to the reason that I'm calling is because there's been a huge shift within that vertical. So you put the conversation first and foremost into their world just very quickly, briefly, 
you know, but you let them know that you're calling about them and not about you. And when, when you approach it from that vantage point, where it's very clearly a call that is, you do know something about them and you're not just randomly dialing, you know, looking for money, if you will, um, looking for a sale, but you're really calling through compassion and checking in to see if that career is serving them. And if that is something that maybe they're deep down wishing that they had a some different fulfilling work, or, you know, then you start your process as to more specifically the nature of your call, but right at the very beginning to just direct your focus onto something that you've discovered about either their career path or their industry or something like that, that allows you to demonstrate that you're really calling on their behalf. Does that resonate with you? Yes, because it gives you some something to relate to them. So I think that would be an easier call. Yeah, exactly. And it it takes the focus off of, you know, worrying about you to serve them, you know, Mm -hmm. and when we shift that focus to really, it's all about them and, and just, Hey, I'm just checking in to see, are you happy with what you're doing? I noticed you've got a great career path that you know, you've been on, but the industry has changed tremendously. And a lot of people within your vertical have been seeking different areas um, to apply their, their skills and their, their talent, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just riffing at this point, but but, um, yeah, starting, starting the call with more about them versus you is, is always a way to just create that engaging conversation earlier Uh, versus, uh, you know, having them just wondering what this is all about and why, why you, why them and why now, (laughs) you know, and so it diffuses any sort of resistance and it puts you in more in your strength, right? Aligned with your strength. So, and, you know, as I've been hearing myself talk, (laughs) I, I couldn't help but think about the pandemic and how that was really a catalyst for so many people to shift their career path or find themselves furloughed suddenly or find themselves maybe realizing that, you know what, this work that I do is not all that great. So I'm curious, can you speak a little bit to the impact of the pandemic on on the work that you do? Yes, I think a lot of people were just going along in their jobs, not really thinking about things. But when the pandemic happened, it caused people to really evaluate, are they in work that they really love to do? And a lot of them weren't. And so then they rethought things and thought about it. What kind of job is a good fit for me will be fulfilling to me. So it was a big shakeup. Oh, Absolutely. And, but then the confidence or even knowing how to, to shift and and start a new career path. I mean, boy, that's not easy. And you certainly don't want, especially if you've got lots of responsibilities, you know, a family to care for, or, you know, a certain lifestyle that you've created, that has to be a calculated decision. You can't just well, you can (laughs) make rash decisions and just, Hey, I'm out of here. Who knows where I'm landing next? But for most people, it, they find that having a calculated or more secure pathway 
uh, is something that allows for that shift. And, and that is not easy to figure out. So I can really see how the work that you do has been just so tremendously valuable. And so I'm chomping at the bit here, Stacy. how do you work with people who want to finally find that career that brings them joy and is challenging, but is also rewarding and long-term? Uh, so can you share a little bit more about your philosophy or your approach? Sure. I like to use the acronym MAP, M-A-A-P. Okay. So M- M stands for what matters most. So really thinking through what are the important items or components of a career that are important to you? Because a lot of times people get in careers and they think, oh gosh, why didn't I think about that? So being really proactive and coming up with a list of things that are important to you so that when you look at a job description, you know those things you're looking for. Right. A stands for the activities that you enjoy doing. So um, a lot of people do activities in their work that they don't enjoy doing. Maybe they're good at it, but they do not enjoy it. So really going through and determining what activities are something that you would enjoy doing. Right. Yeah. Boy, that is so critical. I'm going to interrupt you for a second because we're all taught to, you know, well, you're good at that. That's something you're good at. You know, not taking into consideration, well, so do you like that? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I love that. I just had to interject. Okay, go on. I'm, I'll be sure. quiet. And, <laughs> no problem. No, that's good. And the other A is attributes that you bring. So what things, what skills do you have that you enjoy using? What strengths do you have? So we do some strengths exercises. One is looking at strengths from a whole life perspective, and one's looking at strengths from a work perspective. So that gives you some valuable information. And then the P stands for purpose. What is the purpose of your work? And we know that we work for compensation, but at a certain level, compensation is no longer the main motivator. And that's really determining what is your motivation for going to work. For example, what kind of difference do you want to make as a result of your work going that deeper level, which is Mm -hmm. thought provoking. Mm -hmm. Yes, very. Yeah. Because that again is one of the things that, oh, that's a good paying job. That's something you'd be good at and it pays pretty well. Right. It's like, okay, well, that leaves the cart kind of (laughs) empty. Yes, it does. And you can do it for a while, but it is, Mm -hmm. it's not sustainable. Right. Yeah. Well, I love that process. It definitely provides just a much broader view of what all needs to be taken into consideration at a deeper level. Yes. Uh, So yeah, it sounds like it's very well thought out and really is that support to people in demystifying a job versus a career path versus I'll just do this for a while. And then if something else comes along, maybe I'll take that. And then we're just bouncing back and forth. And, and, and that doesn't help in terms of resumes. And it also kind of uh, breeds that self-doubt. Well, I don't know if I'm good enough at that. And, and we just get all kind of twisted up in this, um, kind of vicious cycle. So yeah, I love that approach. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? Yes, I have a website, 
which is yourfulfillinglife.com, where you can get more information. Or if you'd just like to schedule a session with me, you can go to session with Stacy, which is S-T-A-C-Y.com and schedule a complimentary consultation with me. Oh, nice. Okay, perfect. And that is, so you're, you're gifting that? That's a free session? Yes, it is. Oh, fantastic. Session with Stacy.com. And Stacy is S T A C Y. Correct. Uh, otherwise, your website is yourfulfillinglife.com. Correct? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, fantastic. And are you active on any of the social platforms? I really like LinkedIn. That's my favorite LinkedIn. one. Okay. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So you can also follow you on LinkedIn. All right. Yes. Fantastic. Well, Stacy, you've You've already shared a lot of golden nuggets here of wisdom through our conversation, but if I could tap on you one last time uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some advice that you could share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? I would say just start with the first step. You don't have to have the entire staircase figured out, but you just have to start with that first step. That first step can be the most scary, but that's really what gets you started. Yeah, that definitely is that big hurdle. It's kind of like parachuting. (laughs) Yes. The toughest (laughs) part is that first step right out of the plane. So uh, I I love your advice. Just really take that first step. Get it going. Mm-hmm. Don't overthink it. Keep it simple. Yes. That's another thing we tend to overcomplicate and try to make it perfect before taking that first step. So yeah, I love that. Well, it's just been so great hearing about your journey uh, from your early career, you know, a good solid career as a recruiter within the corporate world uh, until that unfortunate situation happened where your father ended up needing to be hospitalized and you needed to be there to support him and your priorities shifted. And so it started you on this path to the work you're now doing as a career coach, helping people find that meaningful work and advance their careers. So I've, I've really enjoyed our conversation and, and I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Wendy, for asking me. It was a pleasure to talk with you. Yeah. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Stacy Harshman through her website, and that is yourfulfillinglife.com, or reach out and take advantage of that opportunity to, to have a session with her. You can go to sessionwithstacy.com, S-T-A-C-Y. Look in the show notes for the for the hyperlink and schedule some time with Stacy, uh, as well as follow her on LinkedIn. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover.
All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Stacey Harshman. And as always, here's to your success.